The following episode is part of the Pop Culture Cult Network. Hello there. Howdy. And welcome to the Pop Culture Cult. I'm Sean. And I'm Josh. And this is The Rebel Files, your one-stop shop for everything Star Wars games. And, All the time. And, All video games. And news and notes and everything. With E3 going on, we got all kinds of uh, Star Wars gaming news. Just gaming news, period. But there happened to be some Star Wars stuff. And I wanted to... We're going to spend a lot of time talking about games, but I also wanted to talk about Galaxy's Edge just a little bit. Um, this week because we probably haven't done anything the last couple of weeks. No, I haven't. It's been full of business trips and everything else under the sun, and it, it's it's one of the things where it's kind of convenient that it falls into this time frame because you know, hey, there's it's been a little vague on the news right up until yeah, E3 yeah. hit, so it's it worked out actually really well at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much like everything's sort of come. I mean, from the VR side of things, it's been a huge week as well. Um, you know, Sony not being at E3. Was rather interesting. To see. Yes, yeah. So I, I found that um, we were talking about that on the big show this week was the the fact that the Sony not being there really is starting to make everybody question the importance of what E three is. And I think I like I talked about like the spectacle of E three is what really draws me in. We're yeah. not, I'm not a big gamer, uh, but um, I'm just you know there was a, been a ton of good announcements. Yeah, nothing earth-shattering but i don't think that earth-shattering with the way the news cycle and where everything works nowadays i don't think it's really gonna work yeah i think i think as far like just just loosely on the e3 thing i think the biggest takeaways from it you know happened within like the last couple of days you know you had obviously uh fallen order that was a big trailer you know obviously they had that right. we just talked about we had um legend of zelda that they are releasing a sequel uh, yes, that dropped, Wild, the, that dropped this morning. Which made me stupid happy this morning because I love that game. It was the best Zelda yeah. game yet. Um, and then, you know, from the VR side of things, you know, there were a lot of cool new additions that are being brought out. A lot yeah. of new ports coming to the Quest, which Oculus, please make some new ones because I'm trying to order <laughs> and you're out of stock. Um, so there's there's actually, you know, a lot of uh, good things that dropped. The big one for me was actually Project uh, Scarlet. From Xbox. From Xbox, yeah. And, I mean, I'm an Xbox kid. You're a PlayStation kid. Yeah, I'm and, way better than you. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know why you win that argument right now? And to a friend of ours point, Spider-Man. Uh, uh, yeah. Days gone. I'm, I'm stuck with that. Destiny. Destiny, uh, I got an Xbox. It was, it was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Scarlet, the way they kind of announced it, I, I'm hoping they're doing what I think they're doing. I hope they're making kind of a switch-like device because they're talking about bringing in different mediums and everything else that makes right. it a little more portable. Um, but the, the processing power they're talking about. That's, that was a big thing. Yeah, it was, was a big huge. thing. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Four times the Xbox One X. Yeah. You know, I'm like... And that kind of... Do I need that much? Well, know? if you are storing if, everything... If they're going... If they're, here's the thing, and, and this is this kind of far as everything else. They're going Xbox... Keep talking. If they're going to go in four times Xbox One X, they're going to make it VR compatible. Oh, That's yeah. VR spec. Yeah. You know, so they're going to do something to rival. They're probably going to announce that at some point. Right. Uh, they're going to make something to rival the PlayStation VR, and I'm assuming that it's going to make it a hard choice, honestly, because the PS5 specs are, are really nice, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't know which way I'm going to go. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it's, uh, it's always the interesting time during E3 where you're like, you have to start making... 
um, life choices on what games you're willing to spend your money on and stuff. And it's like, I like this one and I like this one. Like I like uh, uh, Watch Dogs came out and it looks amazing and it's in London and it's post Brexit. And I'm super excited. That, that's, what and me, that's, what got, watch, that's what got me to bar, Far, Far Cry 4, uh, the most recent Far Cry. Right, because right. I was like, this is pretty. Yeah. And it is a pretty game, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so let's get into actual stuff. Welcome to the Star Wars show. Star Wars show. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about the park. Um, mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge opened to uh, uh, the Disneyland one opened to a real. Did you watch the live stream, the 15 minute live stream? I watched stream? part of it. Uh, that was like during the time that the graduation stuff, family was in town, and everything else. So I didn't get the chance to sit down and ner- crawl into my nerd it, cave. In the grand scheme of things, it was kind of like it was more cool to see the photos of yeah. everybody being there and stuff. Um, Harrison saying, This one's for you, Peter, and hitting the Millennium Falcon to like, turn the lights on yeah. and start the fireworks and stuff. That was cool. Bob Iger, it, it's Bob Iger, so it, you know, whatever. But, uh, Mark Hamill was there, and uh, and uh, uh, Billy Billy D. Williams was there, and George Lucas was there. George in his you know customary flannel. It was it was a cool watch. Really, the little coolest part has been everybody who's gone to the park already. And even though it's not completely open yet, uh, just we had a friend Thor was actually mm-hmm. there yep. um, this last week, and uh, I'm going to curse here, so I'm, I'm apologizing ahead of time. But he's like, what the fuck is this? And he turns his camera around. And he's like, it's the fucking Millennium Falcon. Like, I can't believe it's there. And, and, and for, for, for Candor, this is a man who's very reserved usually. He's very, and like. you just watch him to, turn into this six-year-old. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was actually awesome. To see. It was pretty awesome. But um, I'm going to talk about the costume thing because that seems to be the biggest issue that everybody's been having. You can wear Star Wars costumes in the park. Um, what you can't do is wear like military, like re- rebellion kind of uniforms and that kind of thing. You can't wear robes and it's all for security reasons. It has nothing to do with, they don't want you to wear the costumes in the park. Yep. What, what that really comes down to is if you have a big Jedi robe on, you can have anything you want really underneath it. Right. And they want to keep it uh, as relatively safe as you can make it when you've got thousands of hundreds of thousands of people going to the park on a regular basis. And yep. so um, there is an article on Disney Parks uh, uh, website, DisneyParks.com, and they have physical pictures <laughs> of what is okay and what is not okay. Yep. If you still have a problem with, <laughs> with this, then you can wear the whole Jedi outfit, just not the robe. Yeah. You can wear the... Um, no giant cloaks that you need to actually... No giant cloaks. You know, hide your... We're not trying to play Star Wars Highlander edition here. It's right, you really can't, not the case. You can't show up in like stormtrooper armor or in a full Chewbacca outfit right. or anything like that. Um, they also want you not to get confused with members of the park, and so that part, you know, they they want to make sure that that's. But from what you've seen, is it what what we thought it was going to be? Is it not yet? Waiting. <laughs> I'll be I'll be frank, and, and I've kind of said this in, in other episodes before that that while Smuggler's Run is really really freaking cool. Right. Not going to lie, Smuggler's Run is dope. The thing that I want to to ride is Rise of the Resistance. That's what right. I'm waiting for. Right. Um, there are a couple of things where I, I feel that they, they had to make concessions. You know, they couldn't right. have the droids running around. We've seen the test footage of that with everybody farting around with the droids. Yeah. And- That's why you can't have nice things, kids. <laughs> um, but, you know, th- th- there's logistics behind it and everything else. So we get it. I do, I do, I did hate to see the barriers. 
put up around the Falcon. However, that being stated, I understand it. Yeah. As somebody who's gone to the Smithsonian and literally stood over the Baroner so he could touch the space shuttle. Right. Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> right. Um, I, I get why they did it. You know, you yeah. have to preserve it and everything else. So there are things that have come out. Um, you know, I've been watching. My brother went uh, with his friends, and I got to see his viewpoint. You know, don't drink the blue milk. It's gross, he says. Um, I think that's subject to opinion. Um <laughs> They did have – the interesting thing, and this is for, for us booze hounds, uh, they did have a, a – a, on Galaxy's Edge, it came out on the – I think it was the Facebook group, if I remember, where they were talking about the booze prices in the right. cantina being legitimately nuts. Yeah. That being stated. They did that so you don't have 50 of them and then go – Well, that's it. You can, you can only yeah. afford to drink so much. at the, yeah. If you're sitting in the cantina all day at those prices, you're you're from Cannabite. You know, yeah. you've got cash. <laughs> um, you're warmongering. Um uh, but a lot of the higher end priced ones, I think. I think we've been to enough clubs and bars in our career. I think it's safe to say at this point where the prices are about on par with what you would find in it, in, right? And like a high end Vegas club, uh, any of the higher tiered stuff that has come out has been very oriented towards the collectible that you're getting with that drink, right? Right. Um, so there's some fun stuff uh, involved in it, and I can safely say that if I go to the park, I will sit down and have a drink, you know, in just to have can. the experience. Yeah, because you can. And I'm 100 percent okay with chunking out the dollars for it, kids. Right. That's you know, this is this is childhood me coming out saying I want to have this experience. So uh, the lightsaber selections that we've seen coming out, um, I'm a little on the fence with them. I, I have to go see it in person. Yeah, it's a it's a, uh, from what I've seen, they look they look pretty. Yeah. I want to hold one in my hand and, and kind of like get a feel for it. Yeah, a the blades are a little short stuff. for my liking, but we'll, again, we'll see. The cool thing that has come out, and I've really got to hand it to Disney because they're putting Easter eggs in their merchandise. Right. Is the holocrons. Right. Where if you put the Jedi and the Sith holocron together, they start interacting. Yeah. And for me, that's like nobody had really known about that until they actually went home and put it in the I, 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 The reason I want to go is I want to take a picture in front of the Millennium Falcon. And I want to go shopping. Really, is what it comes down that's, to. That's, I want to. As soon as they announced the holocrons, I was like, ah, "Yeah." To our uh, point about possibly going this weekend, that's yeah. when I started number crunching in my head, going like, "Yeah, I can totally afford to go do a one day trip and everything else." And I'm like, "No, I can't because I know exactly what I'm going to spend in the park." Yeah, I'm going to spend. I'm going to buy this. Got to wait. Buy this. Yeah. Gonna buy this. And yeah, so um, so we're looking forward to going. Um, Disney World version opens, I think, in a couple weeks. Next so, year. no, Disney World next year. Or Disney World, like, no, you're right. Sorry, the hotel. The opens hotel next opens in the. They've already broken ground and stuff like that. I'm waiting. That's for that's what I'm waiting. Oh, for. that was gonna be so cool. That's, yeah. All right, let's get into all the gaming <laughs> stuff. Let's work our way up to Fallen Order. Yeah. Let's start off with. Um, it is a small company by the name of doo -doo 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 -doo. Limited Run. Uh, Limited Run is doing this awesome thing, and they are going to kick off, um, this release where you can download i think it's download mm -hmm. uh the uh a bunch of old games and a bunch of old star wars games for your ps4 again we're winning uh and it's for xbox too um it's not on this article it doesn't say um oh, but it says um what we're getting is star wars from the nes bounty hunter uh dark forces uh, episode one racer, so we get to go pod racing. Yep. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, that was on the NES. Uh, Jedi Knight. Terrible <laughs> game, sorry. Um, I'm not saying if they were good or bad games. I'm just saying <laughs> this is what we're getting. We're getting Jedi Knight from the PC, Jedi Knight 2. Um, we're getting Jedi Academy, all from the PC. Uh, Racer's Revenge. We're getting Rebel, uh, Rebel Assault, Shadows of the Empire. 
uh, TIE Fighter, which was a cool game, yep. and X-Wing, which was a cool game. So we're getting all these retro games, games that we grew up on. Um, I'm really kind of like, oh, there's a couple in there I think I'd actually want to play. I don't know if I want to spend the money for all, you know, to, to get yeah. all of them, but there's a couple in there. I'm like, eh, I would play that. And, and you know, here's, here's something that I, I actually want to reference and actually should mention that this article kind of dictated. And this is what intrigues me the most is the way they phrase it. They say it's being released on PC and N64. So I, because there are companies now that are making cartridges for the Nintendo, mm-hmm. uh, multi-game cartridge for the Nintendo and things like that, is this company actually producing a physical cartridge for those of us that who would be cool. So I think that would be cool. I don't know if that's what they meant when they said that. It's something that I could allude to. But that being stated, yeah, I'm excited to see these come out. Outside of my little comment about the Empire Strikes Back for NES, because I remember <laughs> it. Um, I remember all of these, actually, it to be was, honest. Um, it was I, not good. <laughs> yeah, X-Wing, X-Wing and TIE Fighter were dope back then on the computer. This yeah. was the Wing Commander era when they came out. You know, the space, Battletech was big. Uh, Shadows of the Empire for the N64. I loved that game. It was the first game that actually gave me Vertigo. Plain, really? Yeah. Because there was a there was a point where you were about to engage Boba Fett. I can't really if I remember this. And you're walking along <laughs> Canyon Rim, and you're trying to infiltrate. And you look down, like you take the character and you look down. And I was like, I remember being in front of my TV, you know, in like '95, going, "Whoa!" And I actually got Vertigo for a little bit because it was it was at that level at that time. Right. Right. Um, Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy, uh, Jedi Knight. Played every single one of those. Loved them. Dark Forces was the doom of the Star Wars universe. It was ridiculously fun. I'm stoked. I'm. St- I'm. This. This was one of the announcements outside of the Fallen Order that I was like, "Yup, and yup, and yup." Uh, but Pod Racer one is I. That, I played the crap out of that Pod Racer game because uh, I like racing games, and so that Pod Racer game was all. And the graphics for when it came out in '99 were yeah. really good. And it, it, you're right; they, they actually they actually were. hold up pretty well for nowadays. And the fun thing about that too is, and I got to be honest, you know, I didn't really play it on the home console. I, I didn't. I played it a few the times on the big arcade one. I played it in the arcade <laughs> religiously. Why? Because it was the first racing game that was out there that you could actually have the levers. Uh-huh. I loved that dynamic of the racing game. I, it was still. I, I go down to Starfighter. And so I, I was going to say, we have a place here, um, <laughs> the, uh, yep. a giant warehouse of games, and they put them on free play, and you go pay whatever it's six bucks to get in. Yep. And they have one of those big. Still play it. <laughs> in the pod racer, and it's in the back corner. Nobody knows it's there, so it's yep. almost always open. And so. Still play it. Um, one of the other games that came out is they're coming out. Um, it's actually part it was part of the xbox briefing but i'm sure it's going to come out on all the platforms yeah, it will. is we're getting star wars and how i gotta remember how it, um lego star wars the skywalker saga all it's nine movies in a, in, game. in a game now i may or may not have played the crap out of i'm trying to see if it's still over there i might have gotten rid of it um i had uh uh, New Hope, Empire, uh, uh, Return of the Jedi as one game, mm-hmm. and I played the crap out of that thing because it's funny. Yeah, it's and fun. It's fun. It's it's very childish, but I still have a bowling bag full of Legos that I get out every once in a while, so it's right. not that childish. But the i but the idea that you can play a Lego version of this game and the graphics on the Lego games are so cool. They actually are. They are so cool. You gotta build things halfway through requests. So you have the elements in there, but they're funny. They add a nice little, uh, nice fresh take on it. And, and you're going to get everything too, including the new, uh, rise of Skywalker. So, and it's going to be a continuous storyline. that's going to be easy to go along with and play along. I really enjoy the Lego games. 
Um, the Marvel Avengers one that I played was not as good, but the Indiana Jones one was really oh, awesome. And awesome. like, yeah, and the Star Wars one was a lot of fun. So I was that was a lot of like really worth it for me. Yeah. Um, we did a trailer reaction for the story trailer for Fallen Order. Uh, and then we, we've also both watched the 15-minute gameplay trailer. Yep. Uh, if, we, if you want to go look at the story trailer reaction that we did, it's up on the page. I will tag it at the end of this video. Uh, but, or if you're on the podcast feed, go to the YouTube channel and go. And I, I keep forgetting that we're on the podcast too. Right. Sorry, guys. Uh, but uh, we talked about it in the trailer reaction. I want to talk about it just for a second here. And then we got something today that is going to tie into the game, and it's going to be called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple. And it's going to be a prequel to, it's going to be a prequel comic that's going to be uh, for the game, and it's going to introduce us to one of the characters, um, Suri, Suri, Suri Junda. Junda? Uh, so I'm interested to see, like, what, like that's the main uh, and and master Jedi Master Inno Cordova, uh, and so that he's there on some supposed to be a simple mission, and it goes sideways like most simple missions do. And uh, but this is going to introduce her, and then she's going to be in the game uh, training the the Jedi whose name I just left me. The young guy they just said it. Kyle Katarn, Kyle the Darkness. Yeah. It's not Kyle. I, I'm going to go with Kyle Katarn. Close no. enough. Um, but she's going to be the one that's going to be training him in the game. So uh, we talked about this via text today. Mm-hmm. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Star Wars everything. Come and get it now, kids. The toilet paper's coming. We trust you. That's, you know, everything that they're releasing right now is going to have. I have no problem with any of this. I know. But it's, it's you know, it's. They're going to have a tie-in. We can almost predict it now. It's almost palatable, the prediction of, oh, wait, something new Star Wars coming up. Here's the comic miniseries. That's the prelude to it. Yeah. Why? Because we still buy comics. And I like to wait for the ship, the cliff notes at the end of the day. Uh, I can't go to the store all the time and get comics. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. I mean, I had to say, that's that's always been – It's the guys who run Wikipedia are awesome. You know, they're on it. Yeah, they're, um, they are they are on top of it. But it's it's nice to see it. The comics have actually, as of late, you know, all joking aside, the comics as of late have been really good reads. Um, yeah. You know, it's not it's yeah. not they're not. I won't say that they're like the comics you know we had growing up. They're, the storylines are deeper. They understand that people want more of a story arc, and it's a nice way for them to fill in the holes inexpensively. And, and they're connected to everything else. Right. And exactly. that was one of the things about the old comics from our time was they were just kind of their own story arc. True. And every even the um, Dark Disciple, no, what was what it called? Uh, the Vader comic, the short, I think it's Dark Disciple. Um, no, that's the other book. Um, it's, I can't, it's the Vader comic that's going on, and it's the urban legends yeah. of Darth Vader. So it's, it's canon, but it's, it's um, stylized. View, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very much the certain point of view kind of thing. Uh, and so I, they're doing this too with uh, Black Spire, the Black Spire book, yep. Black Spire Outpost uh, comic that's coming, all this stuff for Bat- Batu and and Galaxy's Edge is all coming towards the end of the year. So I, for me as the new canon book reader of the group, mm-hmm. I like this. I like to have this new stuff that that adds layers 
to when we get to whatever it is, the movie, the game, yeah. whatever, and it, it connects. So when they announced this, I'm like, well, shit. I, <laughs> I got to go buy five comics, and uh, yeah. I got to get caught up in the, the, the Vader one because the first one was the Vader riding the horse with the shield. In the presented death. The, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I read that one. It was really good. Um, and there's been a couple that's come out since then. And there's another set of comics. I got to I gotta go to Samurai. Uh, Samurai, you are more than welcome to sponsor our, our show. Uh, Brandon's Comics is also more than welcome to. Gotham's good, too. Uh, Gotham's pretty Gotham's good. Gotham. Um, we're just going to pimp this until somebody says, yeah, hey, here's some comics. Talk about us on the show. We're in there enough. Um, so, um, but let's talk about Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just talked about it with the trailer reaction. Yep. But the, uh, the thing that we didn't talk about uh, the one connection we forgot to the mention. One, the one connection, uh, a possible connection. I should. Say. This is why this is what we were talking about earlier about um, everything's connected. This is our version of how everything is connected. Yeah, you can all, in an ideal world, maybe. May, we don't may, know. Yeah, whatever. So, what was the one connection? So, the one connection would be because this takes place in a time period that is not yet to Rogue One, but close to Rogue One, right? At a time that might be a little bit post Rebels or within the Rebel storyline. We talked about the VR storyline that is twofold. So when we went to the, we did a video a while back about what is it? Shadow it wasn't Shadows of the Empire, um, uh, something of the Empire, and I totally space on the name of it right now. It's Void VR. Uh, Void VR, but there the story storyline deals with a a dark prototype saber, not quite the dark saber, but not quite a lightsaber. Right. Um, and it, it deals with this. Now, for those of you who are, are into, you know, VR, Oculus Quest came out and the first one was Vader Immortal, which is direct tie in connection to yep. that void VR experience, which yep. is one part of the story. So there is that saber. Now, because the void VR takes place with Cassie and Andor giving you the debriefing before you go in, we know it takes place within this time frame. Right. And we know that it is a canon component that they're weaving in and out right, of the current right. mythology stuff that they're doing. So might this come up in the game? Yeah. You know? I, I like the idea that, that, um, that this, this, the dark saber specifically would be a very interesting thing to have pop up. And when we say, when we say dark saber kids, it's not the actual Mandalorian dark saber. It is this double prong tuning fork looking type of saber that happens to have a dark hue to it. Uh, um, there's, there's the gun, the Mandalorian gun that Bubba Fett uses in the holiday, uh, the cartoon holiday, holiday special. special. Yep. And that's showing up in the Mandalorian. They've already right. been Tetris with that. So bringing these dark saber, this gun, like these different things in yeah. and at having them hinted at, talked about, but not really like, not Connective tissue. That's what I'm trying to go. No, it's exactly. And, and and to the different things would be kind of cool to have. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we talked about in the trailer reaction is people that we think about seeing that think that we're going to see in this game. Yep. And uh, we saw Saw Gerrera in the trailer itself. We saw a K2 unit. We don't know if it's K2SO specific, specifically. We talked about Rebels characters or the Ghost showing up or Chopper. We talked about um, uh, Rogue One characters. Most Cassian makes the most sense. Yep. What about Vader? If we're going to have Vader Immortal and we're going to talk about this dark saber, uh, a dark saber, Cody Fingers, um, showing up, would, uh, do you get to the final boss and it's Vader? They said, now they did say at Star Wars Celebration there is going to be a payout, payoff for right. finishing this game. So right. there's going to be something. And to be frank, if it's a Vader thing, it's going to be 
if they if they make Vader, as much as I love Vader, I love Vader to my core. As much as I love Vader, if that he ends up being the final boss, it's going to seem cheap. It's going to seem like a throwaway because you had to fight him in in uh, Force Unleashed. You had to go up against Vader. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's going to seem like a throwaway. I would expect to see him at some point in the game, whether in a cutscene, right. whether in a connective, whether you do go up against him at some point, even in a passive scenario. I don't want to make him the big boss. I think there's too much with the, like you said, the connective tissue. Would it be really cool if it's small? Now that it would make that the time period all works. So yes, because okay, so there's another angle we didn't discuss. Yeah, that thing. yeah, I just popped in my head. What if the it's small? solo thing? Because yeah. uh, you know, solo at this point is smuggler. Yeah, you know, um, it's not Tatooine yet. It's it's so early on. That Obi Wan has not waxed. Spoiler review: If you haven't watched it, you should have by now. Um, that Obi Wan waxed Maul on Tatooine. Right. So it's far enough back that Maul is still in play. Maul is in play, and if you're going to talk about that time period between Clone Wars and Rebels, mm-hmm. that's prime Maul doing Crimson uh, uh, Crimson Dawn, Crimson Dawn yep. and taking over um, uh, Mandaloria. Man, jeez, it's been a long day. Hi, you guys. Uh, but that whole story arc that goes on in Clone Wars and in Rebels, Maul's all a part of it. That would be kind of cool to have him be the big bad at the end of the game, uh, even robot-legged big bad of the game. Yeah. And it would be really cool if they got Ray Park to come in and be do the mocap for it. So they oh, did a bunch of rope mocap for this game, and so it would be really cool if they had him come in. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I, I have to... And, and, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound like a horrible Star Wars fan because there's just so much coming out that sometimes it's hard to keep up with it. They talk about the second sister, and mm-hmm. they talk about the fact that the second sister, who was already in the comic, the second sister was a former Jedi uh, who had fallen. Um, now that ties back in. If we go back to Clone Wars, Clone Wars or Rebels, I don't remember which. When Ahsoka was going after, I think it was Barriss Offi, uh, if I remember. Barriss Offi was a female Jedi. Uh, she was green skin, had yes, the black freckles. Yes. Um, she had fallen to the dark side. And she, her name just came up recently, too. Yeah, so something. I don't know if, if that's a segue into Barriss off and became the second sister. Maybe. As an Inquisitor's part of fault, but I thought she... I, this is where, help us out here. Yeah, make a comment, make a because comment I don't remember she got whacked during that episode. Yeah, I don't... She came back a couple of times. That that name popped up a couple of different times recently yeah. too so i'm i think maybe that might be a possibility comment so. below comment below um, so that is uh that's going to be the show this week um uh we're trying to do condensed more shows than condensed kind of shows uh once um our lives get a little bit more um figured out we're gonna uh do more of the um terrible so it's not like we haven't figured out our lives um when we get our lives figured out because we're growing ass men in our 40s um, <laughs> um, really what we're going to try to do is, um, uh, the podcast thing, you know, a longer form conversation once a week with the addition of the news. So we'll do a news thing and we'll do like a long form conversation, but we're going to Skype it. So Josh doesn't have to drive across town and, and hang out in my couch. My couch is bitching. Uh, it's a futon right now. Uh, <laughs> we're looking for sponsors, guys. This is what it's coming down to. Um, for those of you who um, are going to be there, we will be. Uh, Janice and I will be at Las Vegas, amazing Las Vegas Comic Con this weekend uh, for the convention up there to see the Infinity Gauntlet uh, crew, the group who put the Infinity Gauntlet together. 
Daniel Logan, who played Bubba Fett in uh, episode two, will be there. I don't get to and, be there, so you better get pictures if you're on uh, Daniel Logan after all the interchange. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're we're gonna do our best to see if we can get you know catch up with him or whatever we can do. Or we're, uh, we're uh, even if it's just to run over and take a photo of him take you know holding the shirt or something like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, uh, but. Maybe we'll take him a shirt. Ooh, maybe we'll take him a shirt. But we'll be there. We'll be doing what we did at Phoenix Fan Fusion this year. So if you see us on uh, over the weekend while we're there and you come up and say, I'm a member of the Pop Culture Cult and sh- prove to us that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel, we will give you a prize. And we have some Star Wars-based prizes still in the pile. So oh, yeah. um, hopefully you'll run into us there. Uh, and uh, please... Send us all of your friends. Have them subscribe to the channel. Um, help us out on Patreon. We're working towards a Star Wars goal there where we will drunkenly watch the holiday special. I'll tell you what, too. I'll even sweeten the pot on that. Oh, God. If you guys get to that goal, if you guys start subscribing, get to that goal, I will find the most obnoxious flipping Star Wars shirt because I almost never wear Star Wars shirts. <laughs> right. Because I don't own a metric ton of them because I've been shrinking a little bit, so I haven't bought a lot. I will go find the most obnoxious Star Wars shirt It'll probably be pink because I know they make one, and I look terrible in pink. The it's, pink with the oh, yeah, Day of the Dead, the Stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, I might line. have my wife yeah. pick it. That'll <laughs> go over well. And I will wear it on camera so you guys can watch it. My chubby butt. We and, want twenty-five patrons. It's a dollar a month. It's not that hard. Come on, help us out here, guys. Uh, and also follow us on all of our social media stuff: the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that. You guys kind of stuff. know the drill. You know the drill. It's all in the description below. And until next time. Good night, cult members. Hello, cult members. Like what you've heard on this podcast? Then please subscribe and follow us here. You can also find us on Facebook at The Pop Culture Cult. We're on Instagram at Pop Culture Cult 1. And we're on Twitter at Pop underscore Cult 1. We're also on YouTube at Pop Culture Cult. And on the Stardust app under Pop Culture Cult. Please help us by liking, following, and subscribing to everything we have. This helps us build a bigger and better cult of pop culture.